So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. As you know, uh, Doug is not in today, but instead we have Bob Grumman in the studio. He was in yesterday as well, I believe. Bob, how's it going? Good, Taylor. Good to be with you again, man. Yeah, my headphones are messing up. Uh-oh. Keep talking. That's broken. never good when your headphones are messing up. Yeah, I was here with uh, with David. I was also here on Friday, too, so I've got a, I got a little streak going. Yeah, there you and go. Doug better be careful. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been great. It's been fun, and diving into acts and everything, it's, it's just so rich. It's just so rich. So, right. Good to be here with you, man. Yeah, it's good to be. Yeah, we haven't been on in a, quite some time, I think, the, yeah, the two of us, right? Way back, uh, if we remember, we were just talking, it was it was on Fridays, mm-hmm. and uh, we called it Fathered Friday because you just became a new dad way back when, and it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool, exciting, and talk about that new stage in your life and yeah. that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's been a while since we were together, but that, those are fun times. Remember that we, yeah. we were talking about you know, too much father stuff, but it was good. It was yeah, good. good stuff. Have you been paying attention to what's going on in the news? It's been crazy out there, hey? yeah. especially today with the election day and everybody's throwing darts and all kind of. How do you think the uh, elections are going to pan out? I have no idea. What about I, here in Florida? What do you think? I, I'm just, I don't know. I just don't know. Everybody's calling it close, close, close. I think. The one thing that worries me about is, like, we're not going to know the results. I mean, I don't know how quickly they're going to count stuff up. And they're sort of preparing us, like, it might be a few days. It might be a week or so. So I'm just hoping. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know. We, I've heard some commentaries, like, there, there used to be a day. You go, you vote, that's your day. And, mm-hmm. you know, all, we've sort of made voting kind of mushy i mean we want to give opportunities and all that stuff but but even then i mean you know 2004 we could count votes in one day brazil just had an election they counted the votes in one day yeah you're telling me a third world country can do it but we can't i I know i'm i'm with you on this it's like i don't i don't get it the way these things are playing out like where are we going with this uh yeah that is an interesting question you know because um it, uh, it depends on how, how far down the rabbit hole you want to go. Because I think there's a one or two ways you could be looking at it happening. I, I don't think either way that you look at it, though, is I don't, I don't think it's like on the up and up. I think there's nefarious motivations going on um, to make things murky, to kind of get the populace to accept a new way of doing things rather than just doing it how it's been done in the past. But that's my take on that's it. That's your know? take. I, I have to... I admit it begs the question. It just begs the question. I want, I want to trust. I want to, you know, trust our, our leaders and so forth. I want to trust our system, but there are just so many red flags. That just, mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, I don't know. It's hard. I gotta. It's got to be hard. I think it may tie in back into our scriptures today. You know, that we got to remember that God is in control, mm-hmm. and 
there's been corrupt kings and there have been good kings. And, I, I, you know, God controls it all. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times I've used today's times to process my faith and, mm-hmm. and to reset me on who do I trust? Who do I really trust? Right. And uh, are God's greater purposes always, always, always at play? So it makes for good conversation. It makes for some angst now and then. But uh, every time I start going, I'm like, I got to bring it back. I got to bring it back. You right. Know? Yeah. Have so, you have you voted yet? Uh, not yet. I'll be there after the show. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Have you voted yet? No. Yeah. I was going to do the same thing. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. I've been busy uh, all day. So. My wife and I were talking about, I'm kind of still that on the day kind yeah, of guy. Yeah. Uh, and, and people were talking about that accountability of just, there's the day to vote. That's the day to vote. You can make all these other appointments. You can make your kid's graduation and you can do all these other things that are important. You set the date. You know what? Voting day should be the same. It should be the same. Make it that. Make it a. Make it a must. I have my son says that. Make it a must, man. Yeah, right. Like make it, you know, especially if you if you really want to, you'll you'll you make time for it, right? And then, you know, obviously if you're serving or if you, you know, have some, you know, a debilitating, you know, something going on to have an absentee ballot well, process course, for yeah. sure. But um, you know, having voting last for, you know, a long period of time uh isn't isn't the way that I I would say that it was intended to be done. And then also, uh, you know, if you're a little bit more conspiratorially minded it it lets the uh people who want to have some shenanigans in the voting process lets them get a little head start of okay how many votes do we need to manufacture to make sure that uh our guy wins so i I got you i can't i'm a i'm not a big conspirator but it it might be going on i don't know (laughs) well you know there's you know historically speaking there's always been shenanigans going on you know people are trying to get ahead i i think that um you know the last one. I think there's some big. I don't know if you saw, you know, two thousand meals or whatever. Um, it, it's a there's some discrepancies. I think that are, you know, me personally. I think yeah, they stole that thing and they came out with the Times article. You know, a few months later, saying how they did it, basically like O.J. Simpson. Um, I don't think they have the narrative necessarily to do that through this go around. Maybe in like a place like Pennsylvania, but here in Florida, I think you know DeSantis is talking. Are they talking about DeSantis winning Miami? Right. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I don't think that they're going to have the the things in play to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean they won't try things. Um, but, you know, some people are a lot of, a little more what they call black-pilled on this and really <laughs> think that they're going to just outright steal it. Uh, I'm not so not so much uh, thinking that's going to be the case. But Yeah, I don't know. I, I get careful. I keep myself kind of under control. Like, okay, um, we'll see how it plays out. But... <laughs> It can be a big rabbit hole that I don't I don't like to go down sometimes. Oh yeah, I mean you know, and so like I'm not like one of those that oh there was you know you know secret CIA versus uh, Green Beret fighting going on. I, there were stories like that going on, um, you know, during 2020. But if you just look at like simple things that could be done, and uh, you know, I think that there's some a little push that was added, and you know, shut, shutting down and boarding up windows, you know, at 2 a.m. Uh, that even if there's not any sort of nefarious things going on that's going to make people ask questions, right? You know, how we should um, conduct our, our voting and our counting should be, you know, transparent. I mean, not the voting. People should be able to vote, you know, uh, privately, but uh, it should be transparent the way that we count things. And if you're not transparent, you know, it's going to at least have people have questions or it's going to lead. You know, it's just, it's, it, it just makes people ask like, well, you know, what's going on? What are they doing? Even if they're doing everything on the up and up, you know, you, 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 
you're not doing it on the up and up if you don't let you know both parties be able to watch right and i i think you know the unrest it may bring about in our society i think it opens up opportunities for us to share our faith to create opportunities to bring god into discussion and who really is in control and that that's usually where i like to go with it is like if someone starts really going off on that and i'm like i'm never gonna you know but can i somehow bring it back to who's in control who's the sovereign god who's the creator of all this and that he uses the good and the bad of our governments, and he allows certain government officials, they, he allows them to be in place and not in place. Do you think God chastise, chastises countries, nations, peoples? Well, it's uh, it's a pretty biblical that he's done that. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so, yeah, by the same token, I agree with you. I think that, you know, we get the people in power that, um, you know, especially in, in America where we vote, you know, the people have a say. Um, that reflects who we are as a people. And if we have corrupt officials or officials that we're like, man, these people aren't following God, we need to look at ourselves and say, hey, you know, you know what's we going gotta, on We got to self-reflect. Yeah, and Absolutely. I think that, you know, there's obviously plenty of Bible-believing biblical people in the country, but uh, I still think that God, you know, will come down on a nation, will, you know, you know judge a nation or al- allow a nation to go its own way if they turn away from him. You know what I mean? And you know, for us as a nation, for a long time, we allowed bo- forced abortion on a federal level, right? And that obviously, um, thank God, has been changed. Now it's going to be a 50-state fight. Uh, but, you know, I think that that, that has consequences. And in, in the same way, you know, elections have consequences too. It all does. Yeah, and I think we see that in the way Paul was attacked and uh, sharing the gospel. And there were times where, you know, he shared it and— it's it's on you now, and people don't all accept it. People mm-hmm. reject it, and you know we need to move on. Sometimes it's hard, uh, but there's accountability, and God is a judge. God judge, uh, you know, a God of justice. I'm trying to say, yeah. and that you know there are times where we may be left to our own ways. The good thing is, God always keeps chasing us, and He may let us go our own way, and but. He will never, ever abandon that chase. He is always chasing us. And that's one thing I learned through my walk, that even when I was walking away from him and I didn't want to hear it, God never did that to me. He was always there. He was always ready for me to make that change of heart, to maybe look at things with a different set of glasses. So that's the good thing about our God, Yeah, is that no matter what I may do and turn on me, he loved me while I was still a sinner. Mm-hmm. He loved me when I was rejecting him. And that's what's awesome about our God. And so all these things that are swirling around us, you know, bring it back home, man. God is good. God is sovereign. And he's got a plan. And he'll be there for me when I'm ready for him. And uh, so that's uh, leading us into our scriptures today, man, and what Paul did about the attacks he was on. So we'll get into that after our break. All right, we will be back with more after the break. I'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Ace Door and Window, as well as a special thanks to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, and a special thanks to our sponsor, Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's Doug, D-O-U-G, at SWATradio.com. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. Just had a call from Gary. Uh, He just wanted to tell you, Bob, that he really appreciated what you had to say. Um, Obviously, we are moving on. Didn't want to... weren't able to get him on the air, but I wanted to talk to him. Well, and, uh, thank yeah. you, Gary. I appreciate the call. It's uh, appreciate that, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, we'll continue on and follow into that. Uh, how awesome God is, and and how He fits into our day to day lives. I I shared a little bit. I'll tee everybody up if you were listening to me yesterday. That um, we're going to get into Acts and and how I personally came under attack and how God intervened and revealed himself to me and what we were just talking about before the break, how, how in control, how awesome he is and out of nowhere he can surprise us. And uh, like I said, that's where I go back to and all these crazy things. And I've got a story I'm going to share a little later uh, that ties into our scriptures and what Paul was going through, what we may be going through. Some of you listeners are going through some stuff out there and, uh, and it compounds it with election day and and what's swirling around. It can really, it can send us in a in a tailspin faster than we realize it. But uh, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dive into the scriptures to uh, this sec- segment. Is there anything that you wanted to add before uh, we dive into the the study? No, let's all right. I, let's know, go, I, baby. Go I want to hear what, what we, you guys talked about yesterday. We, we, Give we, me a, <laughs> a a recap, and then we get into we, it. That's great. We'll we'll do a little recap. So. Uh, this week, we're, we're diving hard into Acts 18, verses 12 through 21. And the key points of those scriptures, which we'll uh, read them in a second, but it's uh, the points we want you to put in front of your mind as you listen to about the rest of the program, what we talked about yesterday. The three main points, how, how our, our challenges, our trials, the things of life, that God uses them in a mighty way to deepen our walk through Three main points, allowing us to go through that trial and that attack and to remember the attacks and things that happen in our world, they're not a punishment. They're a means to a greater end. And we got to keep that in mind that he's not out there to to wipe us out like Satan is. 
He's there to build into us and to grow our faith. Uh, the next point was showing us and revealing. I like the God of the big reveal. I always love when I'm going through something for the big reveal. The reveal of what? That God is in control. And the other element that comes out of it is when and where God wants us to serve. Many, many times I can experience it in my own life that um, he's directing me through my, my trials and tribulations. He's revealing to me where he wants me to serve, where I may be doing things that are maybe for me. I'm, I'm trying to, I, I got to do this, you know, I, and I'm still a victim of that. I, I like, oh my gosh, is this what you want me to do or is this what I want to do? So those are the big points. So David and I, yesterday, we were, uh, we read the scripture, um, of Acts 18, 12 through uh, 21, and then we sort of dove into the first few verses about, uh, you know, that first part of how God deepens our walk and how he was deepening uh, Paul's walk. But we also reflected on the fact that what Paul was going through when he was going through those attacks, it wasn't necessarily his first time. You know, God is always preparing him, preparing him. And that through uh, what we've been reading and studying, we're preparing him for that next moment, that next time of, of uh, being tested. Uh well, I also brought a friend of mine once shared me, uh, comes out of James a lot about how it, you know, testing of our faith builds perseverance, all that stuff. That in the world, and I know you're in the teaching world and everything, that we, we give everybody a lesson, here's the lesson, here's that, and, here, and here's the exam. And we got to get that A, right? That's not how it works with God. He gives us, he tests us, he puts us, we get the test first, then he reveals what he wants us to pull from it and draw from it. And he says, all right, I'm getting ready. Get you ready for the next test. And that really helped me grow in my faith, that I looked at life differently. I looked at it as, wait, God is purifying me. He's building into me. And so those were a couple of the key points that we brought up yesterday. And uh, pretty cool. It's really cool, I think. Uh, how cool is God? How cool is God? So uh, awesome. that's that was a tee up. That was a tee up for what uh, we'll build into more of that today. Cool, cool. And uh, yeah. So, do you want me to read? Would you like to read the scriptures or go for it? You got it. Go ahead. It's up to you, man. All right. We we started Acts eighteen twelve to twenty one. I'll read the scriptures for us all. But when Gallio was, I I got a tough one. Proconsul. 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 Oh, I forgot the emphasis on the wrong word. All right, those of you out there with me, feel give me the love here. With proconsul, that's right. Of Achaia, the Jews made, and this is a point we we brought up yesterday. Made the Jews made a united attack on Paul and brought him for the tribunal. It wasn't just one guy, you know. It was like there was a unite. There was like, what is happening? Paul's already discouraged. He's already been through a whole heck of a lot. This man is persuading people to worship God contrary to the law. But when Paul was about to open his mouth, love that. When Paul is about to open his mouth, be ready for this. We're going to build into this. Gallio flipped it just right when he's about to go. He said to the Jews, if it were a matter of wrongdoing or vicious crime, O Jews, I would have reason to accept your complaint. But since it is a matter of questions about words and names of your own law, he flips it right, boom, back on you. See to it yourselves. I refuse to be a judge of these things. 
And he drove them from the tribunal. He threw them out. And they all seized. And then they all seized Sosthenes, the ruler of the synagogue, and beat him, beat him in front of the tribunal. But Galileo paid no attention to any of this. After this, Paul stayed many days longer and then took leave of the brothers and set sail for Syria. And with him, Priscilla and Aquila, as we read in the last week, at Sentry, I can't, I, I'm tough with these words, Sentry, he had cut his hair for he was under a vow. And they came to Ephesus and he left them there, but he himself went into the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. When they asked him to stay for a longer period, he declined. But on that, but on taking leave of them, he said, I will return to you, point, if God wills. And he set sail from Ephesus. Blessed be the reading of God's word. And thank you for having your word, Father God, that we can read and grow and learn from this. So, Taylor, there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. There is so much there. And that's why I love the way Doug does studies is because it's so easy to just read through this stuff. But um, to dive a little bit more into those first scriptures, this man in verses 12 and 13, this man was persuading people to worship contrary to the law. And as, as we know, you know, that he is now under attack. And he is sat, Satan is always attacking us. He is out there. One of the guys that one of the Bible studies uh, phrased it like uh, the Terminator. It's like it just doesn't stop. Coming, 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 coming. And I think uh, we also have to remember that, you know, we're in that era and time where we're in that pre-Messianic area. We're waiting for Christ to come back. We got to remember, Satan is out there like a roaring lion. And um, I, a reminder of that is uh, in Luke 2, 22, we hit on this 31, 22 yesterday. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have you, that he might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. And so there's this whole thing. We're going to build into a little bit of the flip here today. But to know that God and Christ, I I called it yesterday, the, the great intervener, the great intervener. And we also can build into the great table flipper. It, it, we, it's okay to anticipate it. And I think we have to learn, I think, to, to be ready for it. There were times in my life where I'm just a mess. I'm like, Lord, where are you? Where, how did we get here? Um, but I learned that when I don't see his hand, trust his heart. When I don't see his hand, Trust his heart. And Paul was there, but he's Paul. And he's ready to open his mouth and do what? He's ready to defend himself. Go, I can only imagine what his personality was like, you know. But Galileo said to Jews, wait, stop. I don't see an issue here. Revelation. God is in control. God is in control. 
Um, so I don't know what hits you. What it, what is hitting you about this right now? We can pause a little bit. Um, you know, there are times in your life that you're like, I'm under this attack, and I gotta I gotta put up my dukes. I gotta get ready. I gotta get ready to fight. You uh, had yeah. some times like that. Well, yeah, I mean, the, uh, going back to the ver- the verses, you know, what was really interesting to me was that the Jews decided to take it to the proconsul. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, at this time, um, the Jew, you know, being a history guy, the, the Jews had a special di- dispensation um, from Rome as far as they were allowed to not give a pinch of incense to Caesar. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like when they're talking about he's persuading people to worship God contrary to the law. They're talking about their law, but their law, but right. Roman law was like, Hey, just give a pinch to Caesar and you can worship whoever you want. And it was the Jews who had a, a spe, you know, special dispensation where they didn't have to do that. And at this time he's looking at it as this, uh, intra Jew argument. So he's like, dude, what are you talking to me about? Get out of here. You know what I mean? So it's just curious because Rome had not yet distinguished between right. Christian and Jew. And so but the Jews clearly had yeah. and they were losing people to Christianity. Mm-hmm. They were scared of this Christianity thing. They had already lost one with, um, with, uh, now I'm losing the name with, uh, where did I go with, with Christmas? They'd already lost. And now, now they've got his replacement, um, is Sosthenes is bringing him. So this is replacement. They already lost one leader out of the synagogue and they, you know, they, they started that, the church right next door. Now they got the next guy up. Like go, you got to go to Galley. You got to go. So when it, we'll get, get back this to this. The next break. Yeah, but when and they all seized him and beat him. I I want to touch on that when we get back from the break. For sure. I got some questions for you. All right, so stick with us. We will be back with more after the news. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. And you can download our SWAT app in the App Store. We'd like to give a shout out to our listeners listening in Virginia at the Lighthouse, as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, listening on WMER and WMOX, as well as all of our local listeners, 91.7 in Jacksonville, 91.9 in St. Augustine, and 91.3 in Polkston, Georgia. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. by Brandon Heath. If you are just joining us, we are looking at Acts chapter 18, verses 12 through 21 this week. Um, just before the break, we were talking a little bit about um, uh, really what was going on with Paul and the Jews, and they took him to the proconsul, and they were you know, ready to get the, the Roman government on them when all of a sudden there was a, a flip and a change that they uh, apparently didn't see coming and, well, I'm sure Sophonis didn't yeah. see that coming. He's like leading the charge uh, to go to Galilee. 
Galil. And yeah, and the interesting thing to me, like you know, they beat him right after that. I, I would imagine there was a little bit of him saying, "This is where we need to take him." And so the Jews were kind of, "Okay, yeah, let's go, let's try that." And then it didn't work. And they're like, "Oh, you dummy!" And you know, gave him a little beating, a little what too. Um, but you know, as you say, that's not the end of his story. Um, no, it's and, not the end of the story. This is the God flipping. So I'm trying to put myself in Paul's shoes. So here I am being dragged by Sosthenes before this tribunal. I'm attacked by the Jews, okay? Galileo just flips it. Which then, which it's not something new for Paul. You know, he's been beaten. He's yeah. been stoned. You know, he, his, or maybe his, he's going, here we go again. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Know, yeah. Good point, good point. <laughs> maybe he's going, here we go again. But then the dude that brings him gets beat. Like yeah. they, they piled the guy. I can imagine what the beating was like. Yeah, he was probably and expecting that one to come to him, right? Exactly. Yeah. It was like, dude, you failed. Yeah. You failed, okay? We sent you on a mission, and you failed. We're, we're losing to this this Christianity movement. Now we're losing again, okay? And, and we're like, well, what is really going on, right? Well, we have a, we got a scripture for that. We got a scripture for that. Because as we study the Bible, when you, leave, when you always when you see a name, gotta go find it. Is that name identified somewhere else? Well, check this out. You ready for this? Everybody, if you're driving, be careful. In First Corinthians one, Paul opening a letter to the Corinthians. Right, Paul called by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus, and our brother Sosthenes, and our brother. Sosthenes. He's writing the letter with Sosthenes. So you guys can put two and two together. <laughs> that the beating, the flip, led to Sosthenes becoming a Christian. And, and now they got two leaders of the synagogue. What is go- can you imagine? Yeah, and I I can't, but I can try. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> they, say that phrase, but right, you talk about the providence of God, right? Like yeah, and that trials and tribulations come. And he works all that together for good, right? So what those Jews meant to evil by beating the man led to his, you know, ultimate salvation. And so in in the same with Paul, Paul has been ready to give a defense for his faith as we're all supposed to. He's taken beatings before. Sometimes that is what we have to go through as Christians. And other times God decides to flip things on its head. And in this instance, it would appear like that was flipped on its head for the soul of Sosthenes. We, and remember, this is a journey. Life is a journey. In that moment, you know, we, I don't know when Sosthenes became a Christian. Right. I, I don't know if it took a month. I don't whatever. We don't know. But we do know God revealed who he was. That he revealed, I'm in control, not anybody else. You have no reason. You and I, tell you guys listen, we have no reason to fear anybody on this planet. We have no reason. And, I, and, and one of Doug's, he loves his verse, Proverbs, I mean, excuse me, Psalm 66, 8 through 12. Talks about the testing and how the testing turns into abundance. Bless, O God, our peoples. Let the sound of his praise be heard, who has kept our soul among the living and has not let our feet slip. For you, O God, have tested us. You have tried us as silver is tried. You brought us into the net. You laid a crushing burden on our backs. Yet, you let excuse me. You let men ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. Yet you have brought us out to a place of abundance. Come on, 
Proverbs, I mean, why do I say that? Psalm 66, 8 through 12. How awesome is that? And, you know, uh, we also should remind it of other people where God has done the flip. He's done the flip. Who are some people you might remember that God has flipped the whole story? And one of the big ones, you know, is like Joseph. Oh, mm-hmm. What? There's a major flip yeah. for you. Um, and how, you know, in Genesis 50, 20, you meant this for evil, but God meant it for good. Mm-hmm. The flip. I love the flip. The the great intervener and the great flipper, man. He flips the tables right when you don't expect it. Um, and there's other ones too. There's, you know, there's the the one with Mordecai. I mean, we won't we won't go into it today, but just for reference to in Esther seven, mm-hmm. there's Mordecai. There's Joseph. There's these great flips. And you know, maybe in the next break, I want to share with you guys a flip that happened to me. In the workplace uh, that I, I was under attack. But, um, you know, to build into that, Taylor, uh, God is in control. And he's got example of example of that, how he's going to use these situations. And and how we're to use that to draw ourselves closer to God. I learned uh, going through some of the tough times in my 20s and 30s about our circumstances. Uh, you know, some of the... Consider it pure joy, my brethren, to the trial. I'm like, well, how, do, how does that work? Well, I started to realize that, you know, our trials are to deepen us, not to harm us and kill us. And, you know, Satan wants to do that. He wants to destroy the lives of, of Christians. If he can't have your soul, he wants to destroy everything else you got. But I learned that when I turn towards God, the Jews, every time they got blessed, they turned away. They didn't get it. God would bring it back, bring them back. Given the heart, when they got the heart, like, oh Lord, let me help. I had to learn that's the opposite of what He wants. He wants when times get hard, turn to Me, come to Me. Don't wait for all this stuff. I learned that it's the trials and tribulations are about the relationships. Starts with my number one relationship, God Almighty. But that trial and circumstance has also involved the relationships of the people involved. God will use that relationship to build out and give you opportunities to share the gospel, to share that how he's in control, to share the value of it. And in my story, I'll share a little bit that the relationships it built between me and my dad, as he was trying to help me get through it between me and my wife of like, what is going on here? Cause I was under attack by a boss at my job. But I, I had to go to God first and then look divinely about the relationships that were involved in that circumstances. Wives, children, friends, it doesn't matter. It might be your neighbor. It might be who doesn't matter. But God will use those. And, and divinely, as we talked earlier in, in the earlier, a couple of weeks ago, about those divine appointments, those divine interventions, those divine alternatives. If we're not sharing that as we go through our trials and tribulations, shame on us. Yeah. Because our story comes out of his story, and that becomes our witness. Our witness is his story working through our and building our story. What is our story? Our our trials, our tribulations. There was a time in my life when you fill the blank. There was a time in my life when I didn't trust. We'll talk a little bit about trusting. That kind of thing. And so when we get that 
you know, everybody out there, listen, we get that. The situation, the trials of how they're used to build relationships, number one with God, number two with those around us, those that are affected, and then those that are watching. Whoa, bro, how did you go through that? I was watching you. What do you got? Then you turn into salt of the earth. Mm-hmm. And they go, well, there's something you have. I don't know how you just, I got to have that. Whatever you got. Let me tell you, brother. Let me tell you about my Jesus, right? So uh, that's what I take out of what Paul was going through and how he shared. He must have shared. He had to. We know he probably did share that with Sosthenes. He said, did you see the flip? Mm -hmm. Sosthenes, let me just show you about a flip because that was a flip. (laughs) And who's in control of that flip? Yeah, and, you know, you you brought up uh, James 1. Um, you know, consider it pure joy when you face trials of any kind because you know the testing of your faith um, produces perseverance, right? It, and I think that's an important thing to hit on there. Like, we face those trials, those tribulations when we're walking in faith. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's times where you might not be walking in faith, and there's, you know, God, that's a great point. God's reproach to bring you back to faith with him. Um, so, you know, for like a young Christian might get confused about, you know, the two of those. But when we walk in faith and when we take a stand and say, this is what God says, this is what God says is right. And I'm not budging from that, you know, kind of like the story you're going to share in a little bit. Amen. Um, that, that produce, that strengthens you obviously in your faith, but it also, like you said, produces those opportunities to share and let people and share verbally, but also in the way that you live. There's, there's a way that you can live, um, and full of faith that makes people say, Yo, you know what I mean? So right. um, that, that there's a couple opportunities there. Um, it's a little bit different than if you're out, you know, like when I was younger, doing some things you shouldn't have been doing, exactly. you know, and then God smacks you upside the head and says, hey, you know, come come back to me. This is where you'll find peace and rest. You know, when, um, we, when we studied in, in Acts 17, we talked about the bridge. Remember, he was being pulled by, by all the, the statues and mm-hmm. there was the, the unknown God. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, he was always looking for the bridge. Well, that's the that's the the glasses we have on when we're going through a trial. We're under attack. We're going through a lot of different things. We're we're building our relationship with God. We're da 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 da. But we're also looking for that bridge, that opportunity to connect with someone who's going through it with us, mm-hmm. because of us, whatever us. And that's the that's the Christian walk, is that we have a divine set of glasses on that we look at these things through and we don't see it as punishment. We see it as a building and deepening of our faith. And so that's a critical takeaway from these scriptures. Yeah, it is. And we are coming up against the break. Um, Make sure you stick with us um, because Bob's got a pretty cool story that he's going to share in the second half of this, um, or not the second half, in the final uh, segment of the program. I'm talking about how God shows up in real ways and is there Uh, with us when we walk through trials and troubles. So stay tuned. We will be back with more. You're listening to SWAT Radio. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store 
or over the internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing back. Stood on this stage night after night. That is Mercy Me with Even If. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, we are looking at Acts chapter 18, verses 12 through 21 this week. If you would like to join the discussion or if you have any questions, please call us at 1-844-777-SWAT. That's 1-844-777-7928. Or you can email us. I said at the beginning of the program, ask at SWATradio.com, but that's Doug has that one, so He's not in. So you can email us at taylor at SWATradio.com. That's taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, at SWATradio.com. So uh, here we go, our final segment. And um, I, I, I thought it was valuable if I shared with you guys that uh, whoever, you know, that what was happening to Paul and everything, uh, bring it real, bring it to today and, and how these things can happen today and how a certain time in my life uh, just just totally strengthened me. And every point we're talking about deepened my walk. Uh, God allowed this huge trial on me and it revealed how he's in control. It, it actually guided the third point we we'll probably get into tomorrow. And so for the, about how he guides our ministries and where he wants us to serve. Um, I just started on a new job. I just moved, relocated. And one of the blessings was I was, I was real close a couple houses down from where my, my parents lived. My, I was in my, mid to late thirties. Um, all my kids were little. I just had my third, my third child. She was like two years old. So I'm, I'm in and I'm cranking. I got this new job. And what was really cool was I got the job because of a, a mentor who had actually hired me out of college. And he had been like a, a, a business mentor and he helped me get into this job, brought me closer to my, my mom and dad and grandpa, all that stuff is good. Right. On top of that, I had a Christian boss. I'm like, how cool is this? I got a Christian boss, close to my family, bada bing, bada boom, it's good. I get involved in the job, and and uh, there's a men's Bible study. These guys are having a Bible study in the morning, like get once a week out there at 7. I'm like cranking. This is like, holy cow, God is blessing me. And I had been through a huge bunch of storms leading up to that, four or five years. So it was it was kind of like Paul. Like I'd been through crunching, crunch, like this is the one, Lord. This is the one that I've been waiting for. That like in, in Psalm, you know, 66, that, that that time of abundance. I go, I got it all. Well, it's about a year or two into it, and the wheels fall off. That the CEO, the guy that had helped me get the job, fired. The guy, my Christian boss, fired. And I got this new boss, and he hated my guts. <laughs> 
he did not like me. I'm, I'm in the medical field. I'm, I'm, I'm working on a project that uh, was in labor and delivery, and guys just couldn't be involved in labor room, whatever, company dude. Yeah. So I promoted uh, uh, with someone in the company, we need to get a nurse involved in this product and everything and get firsthand experience how it's working before it gets to market. Hire the person. While they're in some test modes with this uh, labor and delivery, they discovered a major problem mm-hmm. that the product was causing the baby during labor to heart drop, and that can lead to a yeah. C-section. It is. There are meetings like crazy. Who's responsible? Blah, blah, blah. Well, Grauman's, I was the head of engineering. Grauman's the head of, it's like, fire him, fire him. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm not in the room. This is going on without me. The woman that I had convinced we need someone in the room to see how this is working defended me. Mm-hmm. She goes, wait a minute. He advocated for this person who found the problem. This could have resulted in a major recall. Well, I find this out later that the president wanted to fire you like that, but she defended you. And I'm like, whoa, that's pretty cool. That's not the end of the story. (laughs) This new boss who hated my guts, he had it out for me. So even though I didn't get fired, he would call me into his office every morning, 8 o'clock, spot on eight every day and berate me for five minutes. Just tell me, I want to go into it. It's just, and then it happened once, right? Monday morning. Then it happened Tuesday morning. Come into my office Wednesday morning. This went on for four months. Every morning. Guys, everybody listen out there. I was, um, I, I was crying driving into work. I, I was going for late night walks with my dad. Like, Dad, what do I? He's like, Bob, you just can't quit every time you have a bad boss. Every time you get it, you just get these guys coming. That's crazy. But I'll tell you, I went deeper. I go, what do I do with this? My wife's like, I, you know, I couldn't sleep. I was, I hated driving. I had a half hour drive north. My two hands on, I, I never drive with two hands on, I had two hands on, they were white and I'm crying. But I made some choices. I chose to pray more. I learned how to fast. I learned what fasting meant to draw me closer to God. And I, I just cranked Christian music. I, I knew I'm crying, hating that 8 o'clock meeting every day, but I'm just cranking Christian music. I didn't know. I just feed myself with God. I just feed myself with God. I got so close with my dad. We were going to walk every night. I put the kids to bed. It was 1030 at night. I'm bawling, walking around the neighborhood. My, this crazy boss started to, like, it got worse. He would berate other people, other peers, and he would do this in publicly in staff meetings. Now, I don't know if you can imagine months and months of this. This is not just a couple of weeks. And one day he goes, you know, he started just attacking people in the room. He says, you know what? I had a dream last night. It was God. I don't know what God, he, but I knew it was my God. He said, don't touch Grauman. You can't touch Grauman. He literally said, you're not allowed to fire Grauman. Talk about a Galileo moment. Like, what? You, what? You had a dream, a voice from God that said, don't touch me? I'm like, oh my gosh. He knew my faith. He knew where I stood. Later on, I, you know, I'll just say that, that, that I don't know where his faith ended up. I never got an opportunity to truly share his faith, but he knew he was wrong. There were times he knew he was wrong. 
and a, a layoff came, I got swept up. And if I had been fired, I would not have gotten a severance. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have gotten a lot of. Op- I was. I was. I got sucked up into uh, a layoff that allowed me to have provision. He provided me. I couldn't get a job after that moment. I could not get a job for nine months. Mm-hmm. Nine months out of work, but. To the last point of the scripture you guys will get in next week, next time rather, is where to serve. I led those guys in that Bible study. We went, I went to two or three promise keepers. I led guys to promise keepers. We had to take in my mother-in-law because she was really suffering from dementia. We took her in with us and lived with us. I had, I I was taking care of my mother-in-law. Those nine months after this that I was, I got provision. I never missed a paycheck. I mean, I never missed a mortgage. I never missed any. God provided the whole thing all the way through to the next job. But he left me hanging. But I wasn't, was I? He was always in control. Out of nowhere, he sent me that encouragement. Paul gets, Bob, I'm with you. I had your insane animal, whatever he was doing, boss, have a vision. I didn't give you the vision. You already knew me. You already knew. You turned to me. You were driving, man. We were getting closer. You were getting closer to dad. You were building. And everybody watching, like, publicly in a in a, in a a staff meeting, he publicly says, God told me not to touch Grauman. Are you kidding me? So I, I wanted to share that. I wanted that to be an encouragement to everybody listening that this stuff is real. This is today. This is amazing. And what what we get out of it, from reading these scriptures and just studying them, it's rich. And I know there's people out there. You are going through it. You are really going through it. Don't turn away. Don't do life alone. And look at the relationships that are experienced with. Turn to God and let that flow into those relationships. And you don't. He's building yours. He's building those around you. And He's building people that you don't know. You don't know who's watching. You go through. That trial. There's so many dimensions. Wear those glasses. Put those glasses on and see it. See the scriptures come to life in your life the way it did me. And we talk about God deep in my walk. Whoa. I that is a, a watershed, we call it moment, where I grew so deep during those five, six months and even beyond. Um, taking care of my mother in law, all that stuff. And what my kids saw what my family saw about dad. And I, the other thing is I included everybody in my trial. I didn't do the guy thing where I got this, I got this. I've known guys that lose their job and they, they don't want to tell anybody until they get the new job. I mean, how dumb is that? <laughs> don't do that. Don't do life alone. And I would get my family involved. Hey, pray for daddy. Daddy needs a hug today. Daddy didn't have an interview today. I had more guys reaching out to me. We talked about God being a God of comfort. I didn't read that scripture yet, but in uh, in First First Corinthians, that God has got a comfort; He comforts you. When I was out of work for those nine months, everybody wanted to have lunch with me, wanted to have a breakfast. Bobby, I'm out of work too. I'm this. I'm like, I need to be on an interview. I don't have time for lunch with you. But I, I, I had God's glasses on. He wants you to comfort that man who's going through the same thing. I had more guys out of work coming to me and ministering to them, and. It was just awesome. So I didn't get time to build into. I know Doug wanted us to build into the, how how we build into the being the God of comfort. It's in uh, 
Second Corinthians 1, 1 through 11, that God is a God of comfort, and he comforts us through the comforting of others. Uh, and and I asked a pastor one time, what do you say to people like at a funeral? You know, like, what do you say? Like, you know, other than like real close family, but it's a friend. He says, just tell them that God's going to comfort them. He gave me that scripture. That's probably the first time where I really understood uh, uh, that people going through hard times, death, all that kind of, that we need to comfort. Hmm. We need comfort. So uh, that's my story. I hope it means something to everybody out there. I hope it brings these scriptures and these lessons uh, to life for you. That it's real. It's not just a Bible study. It's it's uh, real application, and it'll really grow you. It grew me. It grew me. Amen. Are you coming in? You're in tomorrow, right? I'm not is in tomorrow. It's not you and me. No, it's you and David. Oh, David. Okay. You got to play. You got to play off of this, man. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I, I I was gonna say because we could talk in because I know you guys talked yesterday about uh, service opportunities and stuff like that, and we only got about a minute left. Is there anything? Well, just you remember, sh- uh, it's Thanksgiving coming up. The holidays are hard on people. Uh, times are hard. Inflation. Just look, search the internet. Look for a Facebook. There's a lot of great opportunities. Save to serve is one of them. Uh, New Dawn Outreach. There's a bunch of ministries out there. Uh, rethreaded. They're, they're all serving and reaching out into our communities. They need volunteers. We need volunteering is down in America. Volunteer. Get out there and volunteer. All right. That's a great way to end it. You've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio. And you can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. Join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more. We will see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you have a great day. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spirit.